0: Black Wealth Under God family, welcome to episode 56 of the Black Wealth Under God podcast where we put our faith in front of our finances. First, I want to give thanks to God as always, man, for another opportunity to share uh, my research, my knowledge, and information with you all. And uh, of course, I want to thank you all for for continuing to tune in and listen and and leave reviews and all of that good stuff, man. So um, from America... To Africa, I thank you all. I feel the love and the love is reciprocated uh, from this side of your headphones, man. So, I hope everybody is doing well out there. We're about to head into another weekend. I hope everybody had a, a good Thanksgiving. I hope you ate good. And I hope you've been planning out your third and fourth quarters appropriately so you don't break the bank as we head into Christmas and everybody uh, begins to buy presents and, and things like that, man. So... Last episode, we talked about the idea of estate planning right? and necessary conversations that we need to be having. So I wanted to kind of expand on that just a little bit in this episode and and talk about some uh, some terminology, some account types, things like that. So you can just be a little bit more prepared to set yourself up for success or to help someone else uh, set themselves up for success in their situations as well. And remember, whenever you're having this conversation, especially with someone who, who may be older or maybe less knowledgeable about everything, just make sure you're handling the situation with grace and love and, and appreciation um, so they understand where you're coming from uh, in terms of this particular conversation, man. So, um, yeah, man, with that being said, I'm going to take a little break here and on the other side of the music. We're going to get right into it. I ain't going to keep you guys too long, man. I'm going to get in and get out, hopefully. So, uh, you know, unless something is sparked inside of me as we go. So, without further ado, man, in Jesus' name, let's get it. All right, we're getting right back into it. So, um, we're actually... Going to do something I don't normally do. I'm just... Our verse for the week is actually going to be the same verse as last week. Uh, That's Hebrews 9.27. And just as it is... (laughs) And just as it is... (laughs) As it is appointed and destined for all men to die once, and after this comes certain judgment. And just as it is... is, I I can't read, man. (laughs) Appointed and destined... And just as it is appointed and destined for all men to die once, and after this comes certain judgment, Lord have mercy, I can't hurt you. <sighs> Give me some more. <sighs> Alright. And, and let me start by saying this. I am not a financial advisor or a tax professional. Where all of this is concerned, be sure you consult a financial or legal advisor or counselor to determine what is best for your situation. Because what works for me might not work for you, and what works for you might not work for somebody else. So, with that being said, let's get into it. So, the first thing that comes to mind, right, when I, when I started thinking about this um, last week was what's the importance, right? And for our community, we tend to put these ideas and conversations to the side. So it's important to, furth- uh, in the furtherance of our community, to ensure that our earthly belongings are stewarded appropriately towards a place, toward the right places. Or at least, maybe not right, but the places that we want them to go uh, once we're gone. You know what I mean? We can't take any of this stuff with us. So it's important that we at least have something in place, right? In the idea of stewardship. Uh, just because you have something on this earth... It isn't yours now, right? You're simply simply in custody of it for a time. So while you're in custody of it, God is entrusting us to manage it well, right? Stewardship. And then once it must be transferred from our custody to the next, that is the importance of this, right? Because it not only protects us, this idea of estate planning right it not only it protects us but it also protects our families uh to some extent emotionally and financially right we've all or if you haven't been uh, I'm sure you've seen a movie on individuals or how how estate type situations can affect families after someone has passed away man so um and we, you know, we've seen when people don't have these, these things set in place, people just start saying whatever, they start doing whatever, everybody's grabbing at something, right? When finances comes into play, you'll, you'll never truly know anybody until finances come into play, right? Because then you'll see what their true intention's are. Because that's how much emphasis we put on our finances on this earth. It's crazy, but you know it is the truth, right? They they say uh, what's the what's the saying? You ever want to see you know who's really your friend? Leave some money on the table and walk out the room, or whatever the saying is, it's, you know, something like that, man. So anyway, so yeah, that that's why all this important. So I just wanted to kind of reiterate that. I know we talked about just to some extent, but last week. But I just like I said, I want to reiterate. So another question that came to mind is, isn't this is something that's more important for older people, right? So no, it's important for everyone because as the scripture states, it's important to men or to everyone really wants to die, right? And, in, and again, in the, the idea of stewardship, right? You want to get back to that. Leaving things behind for your children, you know, uh, taxes, uh, investing, budgeting, planning, right? Even though the plan is ultimately under God's control, he has put us in place to steward a lot of the operations uh, of the earth, man. So, and, and in our sphere of influence, we're supposed to be con- conducting ourselves according to the word. And the word does instruct us to, to handle these things and uh, just to be mindful of of the blessings that we have. And uh, to to make sure, again, like we've talked in the past, that the blessing doesn't stop with us. That it doesn't just flow to us, that it flows through us right so that is important right and so isn't important? in the state planning just for rich people no it is not if you have anything that you can't take with you but you care about what happens or you care about your family after you pass then it's important that three thousand dollar retirement account that you have can help with uh, funeral planning or uh you know, if the funeral is taken care of, it might help with uh, getting, you know, getting anything taken care of that might need to be taken care of. Maybe you have some taxes that need to be paid, you know, whatever the case may be, man. Just having something in place prevents confusion. And that's what we want to do is, is prevent confusion uh, with a lot of this stuff that we're talking about. So where do I start? Joe, I hear you talking, but I need some practical application. Well, this is where we start getting into, like, your physical assets and things like that, man. So, um, I'd say, first, before you do anything, you want to pray, right? And you want to consult God, so you want to get into your scripture and see, you know, am I acting appropriately, right? Right? You don't want to leave all your money to the local drug dealer to <laughs> to take care of your money, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, so once you pray, once you've consulted God, once you've consulted the scriptures, um, you want to take inventory uh, of everything that you have, everything that's in your name, right? You have a car, a house, a um, Account like checking accounts, savings accounts, things like that, things that need to be accounted for. You want to take inventory of all this stuff, right? Because now, once you have everything in front of you, just like a budget, right? If once you have everything in front of you, you can then say, or then you can then put a plan together and say, "All right, well, uh, I'd like this to go here, I like this going here, I'd like to do this, maybe this charity or church, or you know, whatever uh, the 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 decision is that you make." you at least have a layout of everything in front of you so you can act accordingly, right? So getting into your check-ins and savings accounts, and we talked about this last week, right? The idea of beneficiaries, right? So this is where you want to get into your, uh, you want to talk to your bank account. I'm mean, sorry, talk to your where your uh, bank is custody debt, right? Where you're checking your checking and savings accounts are custody debt. Talk to them about uh, payable on death, right? That is essentially just naming a beneficiary, and they have to have some plan in place for you. Uh, It might not be something that's completely obvious on an app or on their website, so this may be something that you want to call. Maybe you need to uh, ask to speak to their State Department, Um, you know, something along those lines so you can establish that, right? Same thing with your brokerage account. We talked about that. Um, Having those beneficiary accounts set up, having beneficiaries named. Right. What can a beneficiary be? Right. It can be a a, a person, place, or thing. <laughs> Essentially, you know, if you if you've got an individual you're trying to leave things to, like uh, like a wife or uh, a husband or, or kids or uh, grandchildren, like it can be set up in, in such a variety of ways. Right. This this is why you need to con, um, consult uh, a, a tax professional or. Uh, an attorney uh, that specializes in estate planning just because there are so many different variations and a lot of this stuff And the more like the higher you get on the uh, financial food chain, right um, the more That you need to have uh, these plan in place and the more complex these concepts can get uh, because you know the higher you get on the financial ladder right just generally speaking you tend to have more people who rely on you you know you've got businesses you've got kids, um, you got kids you got a spouse you've got, you got know, just all grandkids like because it usually again it, ta- it usually takes longer in life to to achieve wealth and re- <laughs> in comparison to what we see on TV all the time generally speaking it does take Quite a bit of time to, to obtain some level of uh, financial stability, financial freedom, and uh, you know, God willing, you experience it wealth, right? So, um, you want to make sure you're talking to the right people, right? But just in terms of like simple accounts, like checking, savings, brokerage accounts, um, you tend to just be able to call call those uh, the customer service lines, and they they tend to have a state departments that you can speak to. Uh, to consult just to get some information about what are the options on your account and if they tell you that that is not an option on your account then you need to leave that financial institution and go somewhere else. Uh, Retirement accounts, right? Beneficiaries named there as well. Again, beneficiaries can be just whatever, an individual, it can be a trust, um, you know, it it can be any of those things, right? Because uh, it can be a charity, um, because this is essentially just giving the direction on who or where your money is going in the event that that's, uh, this, needs to be, uh, this feature needs to be tapped into. Uh, so another thing is the life insurance policy. Now, this can be an incredibly valuable tool it's great for those who are in their prime working years and i from what i've read this is primarily the the function of these types of of policies is to provide some aid of uh, security for those who might be financially dependent on you in the event that in your prime working years something happens to you if and if you think about it logically right um and this is why it's better to get it younger right because it's cheaper there are less things that come into play because i they take you know medical records and things like that begin to come into play with uh with uh, life insurance so um you know and, and you think about it like i said logically you're 10 20 30 years out right and the younger you set it up uh, that's the longer period of time that you are in your prime working year so it becomes more important because more times than not, you know, if you're living like the average American life, the older you get, the the closer you get to retirement, and so the more you, that you put towards retirement, you know, once you get out of those prime working years, you're you're generally not going to be working as much, right? So, you've got retirement account, You've just got a bunch of things that begin to come into play. Uh, social security, things like that that come into play with the older that you get where you're not as reliant on um, a, a primary source of income or anything like that, right, so that's where life insurance policies can really come into play, but again, I don't specialize here, so sp- speak to a professional, uh, a will, who gets what, right, um, and, and a will, because we 're going to be talking about trust a little bit as well, a will is different from a trust in that it it applies only in death right now there is this concept of a living will. Uh, that exists as well, but that um, at least from my from to my understanding, it's a little bit more applicable to like medical situations and what what happens if you might uh, become incapacitated. Might be further allowances in that. Uh, I'd say do your research and, and kind of check into that. I'm really just trying to provide general information, so nobody. You know, somebody's an expert might be screaming through the, <laughs> screaming at the radio, but, you know, like I said, this is all just intended to be general so that we can become more familiar with this terminology, these ideas, these accounts, and things like that, so that we can uh, be better prepared um, for these types of conversations and, and go to the people we need to go to to make sure that we've got these things established for ourselves, right? So getting back to it, oh, well, applies in death. And what it essentially is, is who gets what, right? Like I said, where do your things go once you pass away? It can be very simplistic in nature, uh, but... um, And it's it's cheaper to set up, uh, nine times out of ten. Like I said, it it doesn't have to be legal or anything like that, but it's best if it is, (laughs) you know what I mean? Uh, Because the one thing that you get with... um, with with the trust right as you start to get into the legalities of it uh, what if somebody if you're if your will sorry i said trust uh, if your will is not uh, recognized by the courts right or notarized and things like that well what if somebody disputes something right and so we'll, and again what we're trying to do is prevent confusion as much as we possibly can so that's just saying okay on my death, I want my wife to get uh, access to my retirement accounts. Uh, I want my uh, children to receive, you know, whatever. You know, it just, it's just one of those things where you're designating places or you're designating a person for different, different items to go to, right? So uh, where things tend to get more complicated, and again, um, tax professional state specialist <coughs> excuse me uh, attorney uh, not specialist the, this is where with the trust things tend to get a little bit more complicated right a trust can more effectively protect yourself protect your assets from being turned over to, go, to the government Going through the government is a hell of a process, man. So you want to do everything you can to make sure that them folks over there not getting your stuff, because they make it tough to to get it back. Um, obviously, for anybody other than you, right? So a trust is legally binding, right? And it's very creation. So. <clears throat> That's why it, it tends to be much more expensive, um, you know, for people who, who have less complicated situations, right? Uh, and again, this is why professional advice is needed for your situation because uh, if you have less money, right, maybe a trust might not be the greatest thing for you to have because um, it, it might be expensive to set up and you have to maintain the trust um, as well. Uh, because one of the main differences with trust is that they can function while you are alive right and so something that's uh that's generally put inside the trust is going to be um you know who can take over uh who's in charge if something happens to you right while you're alive right if you're technically still living and something happens where you can't where you can no longer make decisions, who's in charge at that point, right? So that would be like a trustee. Um, so let's say Joe goes out, gets into gets into an accident and is in a coma for six months. Well, who's making the decisions while Joe's in a coma? Or, you know, why, you know who knows if Joe's gonna wake up, you know, things like that, man. So um, those are the types of things, because again, the complexities that can come into play um, can be a little bit more laid out in a trust, and interesting. again, that's why we start getting to cost and things like that. Man, so uh, you know, your attorneys, financial advisors, tax consultants kind of all of the above tend to be important in these conversations because, again, it's complex. Or it can be very complex, right? You could have stuff going. You could have one set of things going to your wife. You can have, well, if my wife passes away, uh, it can then this can kick in, and uh, it can go to a trust, or uh, then the trustee take over, or it can. Go to X, Y, or Z. You know, there's just all these little things. Like, I don't want my children to get X, Y, and Z until they do this or that or until they turn this age. Like, there's all these little uh, ins and outs that can, that can come into play here. So, um, you want to, again, you just want to see what works for you. But in general, right, uh, a will is much easier to set up. Like, it's something that you can just write on a piece of paper and, like, take to get it notarized you know what i mean you can you know and you depending on the area you're in notary may or may not be expensive if you know a notary it may not cost you anything so um and again like i say key difference is a will is in death the living will right medical situations things like that operate while you're still technically alive trust Operates in b- for both fashions and is uh, far more complex and, and legally binding um, And but again will it can also be legally binding as well if you get it filed in the courthouse and things like that, man, so mm-hmm. and If I'm saying anything wrong um, and you know the answers, email me and I'll address them next episode, uh, shoot shoot me a message or top in the DMs or whatever you want to do, man, uh, and just let me know. So, uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, man, I want to be as informed as possible uh, because I do have this platform and if you are somebody that specializes in this stuff and would like to jump on and have a conversation and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do that. So, uh, anyway. Getting to the next thing, right? Oh, another thing. A trust has significant. I don't know how, I was about to forget this. It has significant, again, all caps, significant tax benefits. But, again, You know, like I said, the higher you climb the financial ladder, right, the the more important these tax benefits are. But, again, that's why it's important to consult your professionals uh, because it, it may be something that might be valuable to you uh, as well. just depends on your situation, right? So, um, now another thing that, that can, you can have that I just wanted to just toss out there is a trust account and an estate account. The difference is the estate account is... Is operated and, and function once you pass. Trust account can operate and function while you're alive, right? And so with uh, with the trust, uh, it's you're, you're what's known as the grantor, right? You are the creator of of this account uh, of, of the trust that it uh, that it abides by, and you're the person that puts everything in place and makes the decisions. And then there are trustees. Uh, that can be establishing you yourself, can be a trustee, you know, again, the tax advantages of having a trust account, uh, you know, it, it, it's very, it, once you become more informed about it, and once you know that it applies it to your situation, then it's definitely worth looking into, right? So uh, with your trust accounts, you've got your, uh, you got your you got your grantor, which would be yourself. You' got you know like I said, you could also technically be a trustee, but you also got uh, your other trustees in the account that can make decisions. Uh, again, while you're still alive, but you've also got things that, that come into play once once you pass, right? So um, So you know with that being said, another thing that you want to look into, and this is the point that I was getting to, irrevocable or a revocable trust, right? If you set up a revocable trust, changes can be made. If you set up an irrevocable trust, it cannot be changed or revoked once it's created. Once the assets are transferred, you give them up. That's it. So, you know, you want to, and again, that's why the professionals are, you know, they come in handy because they'll be able to let you know what's going to be the best for the situation and things like that, man. And then uh, aside from that, right, there are also different types of trust and and things like that, man. So there's a lot of um, gray area. There's a lot of ins and outs and complexities and variances in all of this, which is why it's so important. Um, But I just wanted to touch on this uh, for a little bit to let you guys um, know what some of your options are, to introduce you to terminology, uh, to expose you just to a different way of thinking uh, about things, man. So, you know, again, always do your own research, man. Be sure you're praying and and fasting and, and consulting the scriptures about all this and being led. Uh, Because, you know, the most important thing here is that we we have to know that we're stewards of these things, right? We're not the owners. We're the custodians, right? It belongs to someone else, but we're simply in charge of it for a time. And so um, according to the scripture, we need to be sure that we're not only handling things when we're we're talking about um, our life from a monetary perspective. We need to be, be sure that we're handling things well while we're here, and planning uh, for the things that we are to leave um, for those of us um, that have you know children things like that man for those of us who come after um, you know what I mean and and if you're an example and this is probably um, at least for the black community right this is one of the most important, important parts right if you set this example this begins to become a trend right well grandfather had a trust, so that means I need to have a trust or a will or, you know, whatever, whatever. Back in the day, man, it used to be much more common that a family, there was a family house and it stayed in the family. Nowadays, man, that's not the same, right? That's why our neighborhoods don't look how they used to when we were killed, when we were children, so um, establishing this sort of criteria and um, this sort of function sets the table for the future, and it gives an example for the future, uh, for the people that follow us to to live by, so that our communities can again be our communities, and they can be conducted in a, in a fashion that is much more favorable uh, to us, man, because... You look at a state of our community, right? Is or or look at the families, right? There used to be families that lived close together. I was just talking to somebody about this recently, man. You used to could walk down the street to your auntie's house or to your granny's house or to just to wherever, but now you gotta drive. You know what I'm saying? An hour, two hours, cross country, across the world, potentially even uh, to to see and and, and, and have uh, and spend time with family, man. So. This is why budgeting, saving, investing, estate planning, this is why all of this stuff is so important, man, because our community has been is so far behind in this area. If we ever get caught up, it's going to be a problem. Well, it won't be a problem. It'll be a blessing, right? It'll be a blessing because we'll be able to have things that we call our own. Right. We'll be able to really sit up and say, okay, well, I speak for, I, I, I'm here on behalf of our community. But now we actually have a community and we're not talking about a bunch of uh, disparate factions of people uh, that are out there uh, that we're referring to, right? There won't be a vague community, there will be a physical, uh, visual representation of a community we come together and we stand up and then once you begin to build a community you then can establish community things right gas stations restaurants banks brokerage firms lounges clubs gyms whatever right and so when those things are established then you're less reliant on Government assistance, um, and you know things like that for other, when when other parties begin to come into play and begin to um, have say or even dictate what happens next with us, man. So hope you guys uh, take that information for what it is. Again, be sure to tax, uh, be, be sure to consult a uh, financial or legal advisor. Uh, or a tax advisor where all of this concern and make sure that you are doing your due diligence to figure out what is best for you and your situation. And then, once you have the information and then you put it into action, go to the next person and help them do the same thing, man. So, each one teach one, each one reach one. I feel like I have said a few things that are pause-worthy in this episode. Um, so, like, pause the whole episode, but be sure you, plus pray, plus play, I can't talk either, and I can't read, I blame somebody for this, I blame somebody for this, but I ain't gonna call him. no, I ain't gonna call him. no, no I ain't gonna call him. No, 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 not right now, anyway, um, <laughs> no, I'm joking, um, I'm not if you know who you are, though. Mm-hmm. Square business. But uh, anyway, man. Man, I hope you guys, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope that it was informational. I hope that the information is valuable to you um, in your dealings uh, with your finances, both now and in the future. So. Uh, with that being said, man, uh, please, please, please continue to like and share and subscribe and and review and rate the podcast, man. So this thing can continue to grow. Uh, be sure that you're sharing the podcast with somebody, and uh, you know, again, have those conversations, man. Let's let's begin to have these conversations because they're necessary. They're vital, and if we want to change. Our communities, we have to change ourselves and we have to take the action. We have to take the first step uh, towards improving ourselves so that we can improve the person next to us, so they can improve the person next to them, so that they, they, they can improve the person next to them, so that eventually, once everyone has started to improve themselves, improve the people around them, situations change, communities change, environments change, circumstances change the world alright with that being said man you guys have a great weekend I'm sure we'll be talking soon in Jesus name peace